Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Um, yeah, something I was just saying before we hit record that that something um, life is going to change one way or another, isn't it? It's not the the, the lockdown and the yeah. the coronavirus or COVID nineteen has, has, has had a seismic shift in how we behave, how we interact with each other. And I'm not sure how I feel about it, John. I'm not sure. How, how do you are you sad to see what was t- normal and typical of human behavior in society gone, or are you happy to yeah, see this new? Um... Yeah, as you say, it's gone at 100 miles an hour. Um, you know, we're here on, what, day 450-something and three weeks to flatten the curve. And the way society has changed and accelerated and these changes have been pushed through at an incredible rate is, uh, yeah, it's, it's a bit startling, really. And it's very hard to to keep keep your grounding when things around you are shifting so much. The things you took for granted are, are no longer there. Um, the way we work is being changed. The way we travel or don't travel. Um, the way we actually interact with other people. Uh, and just goods and services you know everything part of our lives has been changed so quickly um and yeah it it is hard to keep up and it's difficult for people's mental health just to get a grip and a handle on what's going on by the time you have got a grip on what's going on that that's moved you know the goalposts shift on a a monthly basis these days so yeah getting a grip is very difficult frustrating but um but but also interesting as, as difficult as it has been for a lot of people it's it's an I, I think when people say interesting sometimes bad things are interesting aren't they morbid there's a morbid fascination with things and we're living in a in a time that hasn't we haven't seen since you know or certainly anyone alive remembers but you know you, you go back to the spanish flu where there was something even comparable to what we're going through or what we have gone through now so these are interesting times regardless of the uh, the massive impact it's had on people's lives. The last time we spoke, John, um, was about flat Earth. You're a, you're you're a believer in the flat Earth, and if you want, if you're interested in listening to that conversation, it's a really interesting one. It's fascinating, actually. Uh, you can you can go back and listen to it. Just type in flat Earth into your search bar, or or just scroll on um, on Spotify wherever you get your podcast apps, and uh, yeah, have a listen because. Um, for me, it was fascinating. Uh, it was, you know, for most people, when they think of the flat uh, idea of a flat earth, it's like hocus pocus and it's, um, you know, it's inconceivable that it could be true. And I've got to say, I walked away more educated and more understanding of your position, John, than I would have otherwise. I still don't believe it, but I do, I appreciate, I appreciate where you're coming from. Um, but yeah, not, not some people take the time, so uh, 
it's good that you're exposed. Well, why wouldn't Why wouldn't you be interested in someone who believes something like that? Well, that's that's what I'm confused. And 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 what I'm, what I'm trying to get to here, right, is the reaction to that podcast was quite mixed. Some people liked it. Some people couldn't stomach it. They really found it difficult to listen to. And I mm. couldn't tell whether it is because they found it difficult because um, it was uncomfortable, or they found it difficult because you sounded so sure about what you were saying and anybody who perhaps struggled to it believe it hadn't given the the, the information the, the, its due diligence but what, what what's your experiences when you're talking about flat earth to people and does anything i've just said surprise you um no no reasonable comments i mean you know that was my my podcasting debut with something i've been i've been involved with for you know seven eight years now and yeah, I need to uh, listen to it myself. I'm sure that whenever you present that as a statement, um, half the audience is going to be wanting to throw rocks at you. The other half can't tell me more. It's very divisive. And and I'd say to people listening to this, um, we're going to move on to a different t- topic, but yeah. try and try and separate it in your mind. Um, I'm just here to give my view and why I believe these things and why this information resonates with me. It may yeah. resonate with you. It may not. Um, but yeah, give give it give it time. See how it, see how it goes through your brain, um, and see how it sinks in or, or not. But it's it's totally fair that some people will be switched, reaching for the off button just to mention a flat Earth and reminding you of a different podcast, which we're not going to speak about today too much. But um, it does tie in. Yes. Okay. Um, so yeah, yeah, it was it was a uh, quite a divisive reaction. Um, but the flat earth idea is on the peripheries of most people's lives, right? They don't think about it often. And when they hear about it, it's almost like a quirky sort of interesting or somewhat, um, you know, it's almost like a conspiracy theory, right? And, and, and for most people, conspiracy theories don't impact their daily lives. It's a normal thing. It's an interest. It's a perk and that's it, right? Yeah. But vaccines and anti-vaxxers or people that choose not to, to, to have the vaccine, which is two separate things i've found since you know reading about this yeah um that's that is in everybody's lives everybody is interested or is impacted by the vaccine and yeah. how people choose to receive it so can i just start then by asking you are you and would you consider yourself an anti-vaxxer or would you are you just someone who chooses not to take this vaccine um, well, it, I would never like to use that term anti-vaxxer. It's it's a loaded, weaponized term. Yeah. Um, I always come back with, oh, no, I'm pro-choice or organic or whatever it may be. Um, yeah, it, it's a, it's the, what the media likes to do is divide divide people into camps: young, old, rich, poor, men, women, um, masks, non-mask, mm. vax, non-vax. And if they can divide and conquer society, um, people fight amongst themselves, not realizing that the problems in their life are coming from all created by fostered by and maintained by government um, rather than uh, so look at each other um, the other rival camps that they've been given and names and labels and uh, fight amongst each other which is which I'm is a, the point 100% agree with that and I have for a long time um, and if you've ever read any George Orwell there's a lot of that that, that sort of messaging in in his mm. writing in you know people are constantly looking sideways instead of looking up. Yes, yeah. Um, and I, I get that. Okay, so there, there, there has been a segregation, a forced segregation during this, this um, pandemic. But it's, it comes from a place of trying to get over it, right? Mm. I mean, yeah. I'd say um, this, this term has been used for for over a hundred years. Um, there has been people who have been against vaccination for. 
for health reasons, for religious reasons, um, for, for for many reasons, um, or just just the safety of them, or just that they're pushed by government. Mm. And the, the basis of the whole thing comes down to informed choice of something that should be safe and effective. You know, if, if you've got deadly diseases ravaging populations and someone says, we've come up with a safe and effective treatment for it, I mean, you know, the queue would be around the block um, from nearly all walks of society. But um, if you're telling people they have to they have to get vaccinated, which vaccination, this what this being pushed now is not by definition a vaccination in the first place. It's a kind of gene therapy, medical treatment. A vaccination is supposed to be a sort of a dilute form of the disease or virus um, injected into somebody to prevent transmission and stimulate an immune response. Um, but this is a completely different technology, which doesn't fall under the category of vaccines, in my opinion. Um, although they have tried to change the definition of a vaccine in the last year to to compensate and allow for for these different treatments that are coming through. So, um, so this the, the sort of Pfizer, AstraZeneca, all, all that sort of stuff. It, yeah. they, they're working a different way to typical vaccines. Yeah, um, we've got an mRNA technology, Moderna, that's the name of the company, means modified RNA, it's the sort of messenger um, DNA oh. in your cell, and it's it's sort of being programmed to create a sort of immune response um, to create antibodies within your within your cells, and it but it, and they admit it, it doesn't prevent transmission, um, doesn't prevent you getting it, doesn't prevent you passing it on, and it might make your symptoms if you get it. Um, a little a little easier um, which when you're offering people a completely novel treatment for a, they've never done a vaccine for a coronavirus you know some of these companies have never produced a vaccine before they never had a, ca- a vaccine for cancer for aids for all these diseases have been going on for a long time but suddenly four or five companies have uh, knocked one out in six months and now they're trying to mandate that you take it i mean how many red flags would you want it's uh well, i would say the difference between this so I, I get what you're saying, like the AIDS virus and um, you know Ebola and, and all of the all of the different diseases that have imp- sort of ravaged sections of society. Um, you know they haven't been able to come up with a cure and an inoculation, or, or to some degree there are there are things available for things like for HIV that you can prevent yourself from getting it, or you can have HIV and be such a low viral load that you might as well be or you're called non-detectable. So they have, after decades, found ways to to control that virus but this one was this this one was impacting everybody on the planet whereas hiv didn't i mean i know it's significant and it was it wasn't just a gay community and it did really massively impact but hiv spread over a relatively short a, a long amount of time compared to this covid virus it was out and then it was suddenly gone and then it was uncontrollable and if it wasn't if something wasn't done then the world if you was to believe what was being said, you know, so many more people could have died and would have died than 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 had than, than did, and that huge amounts of investment and and workload was put into creating these vaccines so that we they were they were done as quickly as possible. And weren't a lot of them based on? And I know I'm not talking to, to a virologist here, and it's unfair to ask that stuff that might be difficult to answer. But I'll try. As far as I know, and that means very little, right? As far as I know, um, these are uh, these are um, vaccines that were already in the works, and then they they made modifications to them to make them work now. So, like decades of work had gone into 
these vaccines potentially and then they made the last stage applicable to COVID-19. Yeah, I mean, they, they, they have these idea of making a vaccine for a coronavirus, which if you look up a medical dictionary from 10, 20, 30 years ago, it's, it's just listed as common cold. It's a, It hasn't been done before because they haven't been able to do before. Um, and they've had these these ideas, these, um, you know, these, these gene therapies, as I would describe them, in the works for a while, but ready for the right, uh, the right, the right pandemic, the right uh, excuse to, to roll this technology out. And they, you know, they skipped animal trials with this. And the fundamental point I'd like people to take away is that this is a medical trial. It's these vaccines are not FDA approved. They have not gone through the usual safety channels. We can go through that with other vaccines. That's a a separate point. The point they they don't really go through the same trials any other drug would do. Um, And yeah, trials finish in 2023. And, and, you know, the Einstein, the most conservative um, point I would make is, you know, just let the trials done. You know, once you've got some data in, I can make an informed choice, have informed consent about the the medical procedure that's supposed to be trying to be mandated on uh, on us and, and our children. What do you mean it's not been... I'm, I'm, I'm sure I've read lots of um, lots of reports of, you know, this being passed as safe and... They, you know, what well, you know, for example, yeah. when the blood clot risk came out for the, oh, I can't remember which one it was now. Yes, Whatever, it, yeah, yeah, um, that um, that that came through testing, right? That came through. Um, through yeah. Where, where you yeah, go ahead? They, yeah, no, they 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 released marketing briefs saying, you know, they got the media saying oh, it's safe and effective, it's been tested. Um, if you look at the actual details of any of these trials, you know, talking a handful of people. And the only way you can tell if something's safe or effective is to do a double-blind placebo test where neither the recipients nor the doctors administrating the treatment know who's got it. And then yeah. you've got results over, over a period of time and compare it to the people who haven't had anything to draw conclusions on safety. That's what's the gold standard for all drugs, which is never done with any vaccine ever. They are not tested against a placebo. They say, oh, it would be, uh, it would be unethical if we didn't vaccinate the children. Um, but apparently it wouldn't be unethical to inject them into a, you know, to have a medical trial and just hope for the best. You know, it's, it's the double standards of it. But what if it did work? Or what if it does work? And the likelihood is it probably does, right? I think it's fair to say that the vaccines... Well, how would you know? Would the uh, survival rate go from 997 to 99.8%? Okay, that's a fair point. Um I would say then that if hospital, really what this is doing is not necessarily saving lives, but directly through um, through COVID, but p- p- protecting the, you know, the lion, protecting the NHS. Hmm. Whereas, you know, there are huge ramifications for a health service that has to deal with COVID and not deal with the other illnesses in the way that they could, resulting in deaths and mental health issues far reaching. Yeah. Um, that, but if the if the vaccines prevent hospital ad, hospital admissions, then that's that's a good thing. Like, what what's the motive if it isn't to help? Um, I guess. Well, I mean, we were told, yeah, it was originally was it three weeks flatten the curve, don't overwhelm the NHS, and then it was was it we got to save save the old people, get them vaccinated, then we got to save Christmas, and then it's the Christmas to save the Easter to save the summer, and now we're. A, now God knows where we are. I mean, yeah, the whole yeah, they are, that was their original selling point was we don't want to overwhelm the NHS with a big pandemic, so to speak. Um, but the, the, no pandemic ever has been. You don't. You can't stop it. 
if a pandemic is happening, it will just it just goes through the population, and either either people get mild symptoms with this one, or they've had it, they didn't even notice. You know, they, when you've got to push a marketing campaign to push asymptomatic testing, which it's a bit strange when uh, asymptomatic used to mean healthy, but I think they managed to rebrand that one. Um, but you don't, you wouldn't need a marketing cam- a campaign and budget for a pandemic. It's the only one in history where you have to be reminded it exists. And if you took away the masks and the constant um, fear mongering and advertising you see everywhere, you wouldn't have a clue you're in a pandemic. There's, there's no there's no evidence. I mean, if you look at look at deaths overall, you know the the average death death rate is about 82, which is actually older than um, the overall death rate in this country. Um, 2020 was not a high mortality year in comparison to the last 10, 20 years. It's it's on balance, and the flu seems to have completely disappeared. Um, the only time in history where they've uh, a disease has disappeared, only to replace by another one with exactly the same symptoms. It's a uh, Everywhere you look at it, for me, it's it's fishy. Right, but so we're getting into other waters, though, John. Now, aren't we? Because oh, yeah. it's beginning to move towards the idea that the the coronavirus isn't as bad as it as people make out. That's what I kind of get get that what you're moving um, to. Yeah, I think it, yeah, I think certainly the the severity and symptoms and everything's been been rather overblown for political purposes. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to ask why. What what's what is the what's the point? Why do all this? Why? Why? Who? Where does this come from? Who organised that campaign, and what? Why? Do, well, do, I would do you say think? that the um, co- um, the vaccine wasn't brought in for COVID, and COVID was brought in for the vaccine, and this seems to be the end goal. Um, and I'd point people to do some research. To, it's Event Two Hundred One, and this was a simulated pandemic outbreak that was run in sort of October twenty nineteen. BC before Corona, the good old days, um, by Johns Hopkins University and various um, big organisations like you know, Bill and Melinda Gates, um, where they simulated a pandemic outbreak and you know event all open documents. Two hundred one. Is this when they, they did yeah. stuff in London? There was like police. There was like fake scenarios in. Uh, or not no. There were tests or whatever they called them. They were trial runs in London yeah. they, where they had police and ambulance and they they closed off a section of the city to. That's it, yeah. is, that, is that what we're talking about i think so yeah i know there were various um, exercises around with it and yeah i mean this is all imaginary simulation of what happened if a novel respiratory virus got clear and what measures it's just, uh, take and it's, probably uh, a sensible thing to do right prepare for something like that yeah and on on paper um but they always seem to be preparing for these events and suddenly they always happen just just as you plan it um, I know we can go off topic here, but just uh, on the morning of 7-7, they're running a, a giant exercise in London, terrorist attacks on various uh, tube stations. It happened exactly the same ones, and they went from live to real time. And yeah, yeah, I know, uh, obviously, I'm a big conspiracy theorist, but you will find a lot of connections with the, these strange events which they run. Um, that, you know, these documents are well planned. There's a the Rockefeller lockstep document from 2010 detailing how to, to, to sort of shut down populations. Um, essentially, it's about it's about control. Um, if you know, I knew 10 years ago. There's some of the things I found out as your average average curious, intelligent person looking on, looking for information. Mm. Wow, I found out a lot of things. Um, it, people knew too much. Um, so this is about shutting down. Shutting down debate, it's about top-down control of your society. It's about eventually modelling the Chinese way of sort of social credit, um, 
great Black Mirror episode if you ever ever want to watch one about that. I've seen them all, I think. Yeah, really well done and sort of dystopian future. Um, I mean, these people have all the money they want. They can print it and give it away to their mates as a stimulus and COVID bills, whatever you like. They they, they want to control you, um, every aspect of our lives, it seems, which is... But what, but what, but what this is, the, and, and this, I guess, connected to the, to the vaccine was the... Uh, I might be butchering this conspiracy theory. <laughs> like I might be getting my mixing them up, right? But you know, there, there did seem to be this connection between the uh, vaccine, COVID, the five G network, mm. and I don't know. The, and and there being some sort of implant or tracking device or something used yeah, connected I, to the I vaccine is that. Thing. Are we in? Are we in that ball? Are you? Are you in that ballpark? Or or, or, or can you? The idea of them putting a technology into a syringe to track you—that's mad, right? Uh, well, it, it can be done. This technology exists. Um, you know, they want—they're trying to push sort of a cashless AI-driven society where, you know, you just have a microchip implant, implanted in you, and they, they do it in Sweden a lot. There's, there's various companies. You just open the door, you pay for you pay for the canteen with the microchip. You know, this is transhumanism as an overall theme, which is uh, which is being pushed from all angles at the moment, and. Um, these, these technologies can be used in this way. Um, I, they, they, the media likes to put, pull out the most extreme strands of various things, lump them all in together and say, this is what these people believe. They're all crazy. And there's a lot more nuance and subtleties. Yeah, within... but as, as a conspiracy theorist, you must be looking at someone going, oh, don't do that one. Don't say that one. Because that, like, you might have some good ideas, right? And you might have mm. some stuff that people go, oh, hang on a minute. That makes sense. But the problem is also on your side, you've got people screaming about things that are so inconceivable it's like i'm a vegetarian right hmm. and i i want <clears throat> i want people to eat less meat and and, and stuff like that right i'm never going to shove it down people's throats yeah. but then when you have vegans who do that you're like oh man you're just fucking it up a bit because you're yeah, being so yeah. you're being so you're double-footed on this yeah, and when yeah. there's actually progress being made and people beginning to think about their diets and what they're doing and the impact of them You've got the, you've got them you've got the vegan screen that's calling me as Nazis and you're like this isn't helping. That's it. it needs to be the themselves to a to a railing, glue their hands or whatever it may be. And yeah, the media finds the most extreme example of a subset and promotes them to the mainstream to say this is what this bunch of nutters believe. So you can ignore them because we've done the research for you and we can show you that they're all nutters. But it's all linked to the complete collapse of trust in, in the media to report anything accurately these days. And um, people are people are seeing through them in droves you know it's it's interesting you said about trust there because um one of the sections of society that are least vaccinated are those in the ethnic minorities and Mm -hmm. i remember having a conversation with a friend of mine and i was talking to him about this and why this might be a black guy i just should say that just because it's important pertinent um that i said well what what, where does this come from and he said it's a long-standing mistrust of a government that typically doesn't they don't feel cares for them a police force or an authority that they feel unattached to and feels that won't protect them or don't doesn't protect them so now the same government and the same authority is saying to them you need to take this and even if it is right for them you can't force them to trust something that they've not trusted for a long time no. and, and 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 there's a there is a message in it feels from the media is like these people aren't intelligent enough to understand that we're trying to help them like the subtext it might not be there it might not be them actually saying it but it does feel like it feels like there's 
Yeah, it, it's the same thing with America. I went met ethnic minority voters. Oh, they can't vote. They can't. Well, they can't get them on the internet. They couldn't get an ID. It's sort of a, you know, it's a strange form of sort of inverse racism. Yeah. But, I mean, the ethnic communities have been targeted for exper um, Amer medical experiments for for a long time. Um, the, the Tuskegee experiment is a famous one in the US, um, where they gave a lot of uh, inner city black men syphilis without telling them. And then watched how the syphilis spread over the years. Is this a conspiracy theory? Yeah? This is or... a, this is it. Un, un declassified documents. Tuskegee is T U S K E G E E. Tuskegee, I think the Tuskegee yeah. experiment. And yeah, I mean, it's a long. There's a long history of this sort of. The, the, you know these. Uh, the, you know the um, SARS uh, swine flu. Sorry, swine flu two thousand and nine. I mean, they 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 gave an experimental vaccine out for a this new condition and they gave a load of people killed people narcolepsy and i think it was less than 50 people had died when they had oh. to pull it and play, they're still paying compensation out now i mean there's over 1500 people in the uk have died straight away as a result of a vaccine in the, in the last few months and uh, the, we don't even know the system exists to see the number we'll, cut, we'll come on to that in a second but just want to go back to, to tasigi so mm. when you when I'm listening to you speak, and often that you get quoted these studies, you get quoted, and to me it don't mean anything, right? Because you could be saying any name, any study, and I'm probably not going to look it up. <laughs> I'm just going to take your word for it, either I believe you or I don't believe you. But obviously, because yeah, yeah. we're I'm on the phone to you now, I've just ch checked it. Uh, uh, Tasi Tuskegee uh, syphilis study, Tuskegee. and there's a quote here from on May 16th, 1997. President Bill Clinton formally apologised on behalf of the United States to victims of the study, calling it shameful and racist. What was done cannot be undone, but we can end the silence. He said, "We can stop turning our heads away. We can look in, look you in the eye and finally say, on behalf of the American people, what the United States government did was shameful and sorry." Yeah, now, sorry about all that. Yes, <laughs> yeah, I mean, sorry. at least they're saying sorry. But they, 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 the thing is, is that that happened. And as it was yeah. happening, if you would have said to me, they're injecting black men with syphilis, I'd be like, you're mad. Yeah, of course yeah. they're not. Why would they? And yeah. yet, 40 years later, they do. Um, right. So what? So you're so I'm trying to get to the reason why if there's a difference between the reason why you won't, because I feel like you're positioned, especially because you're, you know, I, I, it, it, I've got to be honest, it didn't surprise me when we started talking that you was going to be against the vaccine because yeah. I previously talked to you about Flat Earth and you're always going to be sceptical of these things, right? Yeah. It didn't surprise me, but I've spoken to a few other people and who are not into the stuff you're into, um, but they, their position was always we don't know what this is going to do to us in the future. And if you look back at the flamidamide scandal, yeah, women were given, pregnant women were given to help morning sickness, if I believe if that's right, or to help so, them yeah, in right. some, some fashion in during their pregnancy. And it ended up the, the baby, some of their babies having deformities, their arms, um, significant deformities as well. Um, yeah. But at the time that, you know, it was believed to be, be, to be done right. But, but, but my point is, and what I'm getting at is, the people I spoke to is they, 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 they're not. They are concerned, especially most of them are young as well in their twenties. They're really concerned about the long-term impacts. Not that they might, might, it might well be fine, but they're concerned that it might also not be fine. Yeah. And they don't know until they know later on down the line that, that it is. So they feel like it's unfair to ask them as their as fit and healthy young twenty-year-olds. Absolutely. to take something they're they're not 100% sure won't impact them negatively in the future their health days yeah. so why then should they be um 
excluded from some areas of society um, well, when the risks could be significant. Well, this is the push to, to exclude people for not taking part in a medical experiment where the manufacturers have no liability for it. It's um, it's astonishing how we went from, you know, from three weeks flat in the curve to you have to be swabbed and double jabbed to go to Tesco, which is, which is, which is where it's going. Um, mm. But yeah, I mean, in, there was a very good, um, very good tweet. I think it's a, you know, a vaccine so safe it has to be. You have to be blackmailed, coerced into getting it. For a virus so deadly, you have to be tested to know you have it. Um, and if you do have it, the condition, uh, the treatment is just just go home and take it easy for ten days. <laughs> you know? And you're like, I'm not young. I'm not as young as I used to be. But you know, anybody in their twenties looking after survived. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Deadliest pandemic of my life. But that's that's most it. that it's not us though, is it? That's, that's at risk. It's, it's granny and granddad, right? But yeah, if you believe them, and fair enough. But they've all got it now, haven't they? They're like ninety something percent. I mean, anyone elderly who's at, who's at risk and vulnerable has been offered it, has taken it, and then it's okay. They're protected. I mean, we don't don't shut down society and quarantine healthy people. This is completely unprecedented moves by the government. Um, if not. we hadn't done it though, then it it, it could have been significantly worse why why you might have answered this but i might it might have just left me Hmm. why bother why Why do this why do this well yeah it's on the big question isn't it i mean you can't you can't vaccinate for a for a common cold we know they've they've tried it for years can't yeah um is it a money thing is it to generate huge amounts of wealth for these big big pharma for the simplest way, um, for before going into basement levels of, of conspiracy theory, yeah, I mean, follow the money. I mean, they make vast amounts of profit. The CDC itself is a vaccine company. They own, they own billions in, in vaccines every year. Um, you know, they have, they, they're desperately trying to push several of these through to vaccinate the entire globe before, in my opinion, too many adverse reaction reports get out via alternative media because the mainstream media won't, won't um, report them. And... Yeah, and this is not not your traditional vaccine, so to speak. It's it's a different sort of technology, which they've got no idea. Well, I'm sure they do have exactly an idea. Um, but people at the very top of this and pushing it, and these sort of Klaus Schwab, Great Reset, these are 
the long criminal history of, of people like Pfizer and uh, Merck of uh, exaggerating or lying about the safety and efficacy of their drugs. Um, they, yeah, they're desperately trying to push everybody to take this, to take an injection for something you haven't got. So you're saying there's, um, there is a history of criminality with a company like Pfizer? Yeah, yeah. Is it, because, is it documented or am I going to get sued I, for saying I reckon that? first page of Google, Pfizer criminal history and uh, criminal history and you'll see a, a long record. of they, They've had the world record for fines, I think, for lying about Pfizer is a habitual offender that persistently engages in legal activity, study ones in 2021 by the uh, Journal of European PMC. Um, yeah, I mean, it doesn't take long to look how long they they, they basically lied about the safety and efficacy of their drugs this is what pharmaceutical companies do. They have a drug they've invented and they need to find a condition for it. And they will, these people have no liability to you to improve your health. You know, the great conspiracy theorists of all time, I think that big pharma and the government cares about your health. They don't. Profits. Well, the, where's the fine go back to? It goes probably back into the coffers of whatever government is suing them, right? Yeah, or the same government will then use that fine to buy more of their other drugs, probably. I mean, <laughs> whichever way round you want to do it, we get screwed, they get rich. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. Um, like, what what do you think about people um, who do do it? Because I've got mine, I, I've had I've had it, and in seven weeks, when I need to get my next one, I'm going to get my next one. Um, yeah. Do you... Uh, is it bother you that people are, are blindly going into it? You know, there's this wake up sheeple kind of rhetoric, which is, I think, unfair and problematic because you're creating a division between, you, you know, yeah. someone who you know, uh, someone who could potentially be open to a conversation and then backs off because they've been called a sheep or whatever. Yeah, or, but, it's divisive. Yeah. Do you, I mean, is it, does it bother you that that many people have taken the vaccine? Do you, is anyone around you? Do you have your family? You know, what, what's how do you deal with that situation? Because yeah, I mean, I've got to... of friends and family, and you know, my parents did it, and I had I fell out with them. You know, around Christmas time, I was trying to give them information, trying to you know get them a book. So please, please watch this. Please read this. And no, they put up a shut window, and you know it was it was it was a bit heartbreaking. Um, they've they've had both of the jabs, and as far as I know, they are they are okay at the moment, which is great. Um, obviously, I've got friends, and and probably more than not, will we, have done so. Um, do you, you know, do you worry? Do you genuinely worry about your parents? Because yeah, always... yeah, I worry about anybody um, you know taking this, uh, being ta- taking part in a medical experiment for for no profit. Um, we've got no idea of the long-term risks. Um, it's it's fertility in particular is a, is a big worry because I mean they can't get away with just just killing people outright. Um, but these people may have more and more adverse reactions to this technology, and they'll they'll probably blame it all on a new strain of COVID and use it as a, a means to lock people down even further. It's just a sort of cycle. The media can report on whatever they want to or don't report. Um, and use that to manipulate us in any way they want. I mean, it's, it's not going the way of the people at the moment. Where's, where do you get your media from, then, John? If you're, if you're, you don't trust the BBT, BBC, I take it. No, no. Right? Uh, no, I understand that. If you're, you know, coming from where you come from, I probably wouldn't either. Where, but do you, is, is there an issue with the stuff that you read and, and the news outlets you, that you get it from and are attached to sort of politically charged extreme views? Not, and I don't, I mean like politically extreme mm-hmm. views. Alex Jones, who just comes across as mad, to be honest, from my perspective, and it's probably the way he's perpetuated to some degree by normal yeah, inverted commas news outlets. But he is, he is, he is like, he's, he's, he's probably not the best figurehead for some of this stuff. No, and he's probably speaking and, but is he p- p- 
put up as the figurehead because he's so extreme, would you say? Would that be what? Yeah, the media likes to, to lump in all conspiracy theorists and conspiracy theories into one loony right. Now it's, uh, it's right-winged QAnon, whatever you can associate. Yes. White supremacy, whatever you know, whatever you can associate, there is lump it all in together so people won't unpick it and look at any details of it. And they like to pick the most uh, outlandish, extreme position front person to deliberately divide and, and, and turn a lot of people off. Even mm. though that man may be speaking a lot of truth. I mean, Alex Jones is a he's a very good actor. I mean, you should look into what happened to Bill Hicks. Um, well, we go down. That's a separate. <laughs> rabbit hole but well, i mean i love bill hicks but what, what just quickly just because you've piqued my interest <laughs> well, yeah, I, couldn't, I couldn't resist mentioning it. um alex jones is the guy who used to be bill hicks he's just uh just just changed his persona they both um had their last appearances and first appearances at waco texas in 1994 they both have the same best friend from the same town in texas the same teeth the same and uh alex jones no chance come uh, yeah, on yeah it's one of those ones you think nah but i if you yeah spend uh spend half an hour on that a bit of facial analysis teeth analysis no it's shocking alex jones is not his real age look how old up how old he's supposed to be look at his face and go hang on <laughs> hang on uh, yeah but this is like you know you're going into this area of life <laughs> Some people are listening going to go, what? I'm going to have a look at that. And they'll be like, mm. Oh, no, I'm, I'm 100% going to look at it for sure. <laughs> but I'm, I'm just, you can't. That's, and it's that uh-huh. kind of, it's like saying that, the, what is it? Um, Paul McCartney died and. Oh, I know, just rolling hand grenades into a podcast. <laughs> yeah, you are. Um, but look, if you believe it, you believe it. But the problem is, though, is like having issues with the vaccine is one thing. And I can, I can 100%, 100% see and, and appreciate why people are. Um, you know, hesitant to just stick a jab in their arm with a vaccine that's been produced as quickly as possible. All right, I yeah. get it. But when you start attaching it to stuff like the other thing you just mentioned with Alex Jones, you're asking a lot from people. I know, I know. That was sort of, I shouldn't have really done it. It was a bit flippant. But uh, <laughs> I say, but anybody who's presented to you on the mainstream media is, is an actor. These people aren't, nobody, nobody's real. Nobody is anti-anything. They're just playing a role. Um, it's it's controlled opposition. It's called. There's a quote by Lenin. Uh, the best way to lead the opposite, to control the opposition, is to lead it ourselves. You put your own people in rival parties and rise. Yeah. Through, you know, like why is why have we got a Labour Party supposed opposition who offers zero opposition to anything that the government does in the last eighteen months? I mean, these people. Yeah, I mean, they they put these people in front of you, um, and all the world to stage, and the men and women merely players. Um, if it's on TV, it's it's basically nonsense, is what I. I am looking at a picture of Bill Hicks and Alex Jones together now, and they do look like each other. <laughs> <laughs> look at the Texas background as well, Waco, and there's all. They, they used to be like amazing stuff on the internet. You could find like documentaries people have done, but now YouTube is what it is. But the truth gets out, so now we have to have fact checkers and censorship and uh, make sure people have the links to all the mainstream things underneath any of these things. So. Do you know? Since we've been talking about this, right, I, and, and I, the same thing with the Flat Earth stuff is I don't walk away from this conversation thinking that you're mad or people that believe this are, you know, it's, it's no. mad that they think it. I don't. And I, and, Three next draft out. <laughs> yeah i might i might i might nip it in the bud but the uh no but the uh it's, i don't i don't well i don't walk away from it. i do appreciate it and 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 the thing is is the more information you get me the and the more as long as i'm being open to receiving that information hmm. then the more comfortable i will be with things that you're saying right yeah and if you if, if i had a year with you 
where you just told me this stuff every day, and I, and again, I'm not butting heads, so I'm not going up against you. Then naturally, I'm going to be more and more and more inclined, and eventually thinking about um, and 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 at least moving the needle somewhere towards you, the direction that you're facing, or wanting mm. to be facing. Um, and it's just, and, and I would argue that it's the same thing for you, and 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 what there is a truth somewhere, right? And but we'll never get to it. But it's somewhere between what we know reality is now and somewhere with what you believe reality to be in between there somewhere is the truth i think that's my my interpretation yeah um and you know and, and i guess that's it's just it's just how open-minded you want to be going into it when you first start reading about vaccinations or start yeah. reading about um the moon landing. time um, yeah you know there's there's 1889 book which you can get on archive for free it's alfred russell wallace who was darwin's um right-hand man that's right yeah vaccination proved dangerous and useless by 40 years of statistics you know these books are over 100 years old they're all you know the data is there there's dissolving illusions which is made in the last five years by dr suzanne humphreys going through all the historical data of um all these old diseases and how they all claim to be cured by vaccinations but when the actual death rate had gone down to such a low level by the time the vaccine was brought in it was more due to better living conditions nutrition sanitation these are the, the key things rather than the vaccinations taking credit for uh, public health improvements. Um, I would say the whole industry has been built on fraud and is an ever-increasing amount of fraud. And um, people are going to find out there are huge um, criminal prosecutions happening. Um, there's the Great Barrington Declaration, so 16,000 doctors getting together, the World Med Doctors Alliance. There's Dr. Rainer Frumick, um, a German-American guy who's going to the you know, international Court of Human Rights. Um, there's Michael O'Bernasi in the UK bringing private. What are these? What are they being charged with? Um, fraud, um, fraud in public office, um, lying about the safety and efficacy of their products, um, breaking the Nuremberg Code, um, which is brought in for the Nuremberg trials after World War Two, and which um, anyone involved in a medical procedure needs to give voluntary informed consent. Mm. There's no way around that. And if, if if the average person giving the vaccine in the vaccine centres doesn't know what's in them, um, I mean, if you think about a chef, if you went to a restaurant and um, the chef didn't list all the ingredients and your your child had a anaphylactic shock or something, then that chef could go to prison. Um, you know, ask a doctor what's in a vaccine and be horrified by the sort of slack-jawed, open-mouthed, um, I don't know, I'll have to look that up for you response and think if that would be acceptable in a, in a catering capacity. Um, and, yeah, no, I get it. I mean, I, I know it's sort of a flippant comment, but the amount of things I've put in my body that I was 100% sure weren't, 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 I had no idea what was in them. Yeah, I didn't because... you chose to, first of all, and you put them presumably in your mouth. I'm not, I'm not going to go anywhere else. Um, <laughs> but you have a, yeah, if you ingest something, you have a digestive system which can which can take things out and you can excrete things as required or vomit if it's, you know, if it has a bad reaction to you. You can put something through your skin and your skin can reject it. But what you, if you bypass all your bodily's defences, inject something directly mm. into the brain, you know, the body cannot cannot deal with it. And it's it's not, you don't have any natural defence mechanisms to protect you. And once that's in, that's in. You know, you you, you drink some poison, you'll be vomiting, you might have a stomach pump, but it's it will get itself out of you because yeah. you don't want it in there. And most of the adverse reactions are due to poisoning. poisoning. Well, there are some flus that you, flu vaccinations that you can use nasally, right? You can inhale it. But this yeah, isn't that they, isn't this. They are trying to do that, and I'd say that the flu vaccine, you know, it's uh, it's 
it's it's useless essentially. I mean, I used to I used to I'm asthmatic and I used to get off of it. I used to take it and I used to get ill every year. But you know, waking ten years ago and you know the, the flu vaccine efficacy is very poor and mm. there's always there's always new strains and you know we're vaccinated against last year's strain and begs the question about what we're talking now about these Delta plus plus or the variants they're going through the Just Eat delivery Thai Vietnamese Chinese Indian whatever it may be. Um, yeah, there's always going to be variations, and you can't vaccinate against these things, and nor nor would you try to. But you just you just um, you protect the vulnerable. You the government have never encouraged anyone to improve their own immunity. Vitamin D, vitamin C, exercise, nutrition. That's why they sort of close the gyms, put you in fear, stop you from interacting with people, isolate you from society, and uh, generally make you miserable, afraid, and, and unhealthy. Because there's no money in dead people. There's no money in healthy people. The money's in the middle. That's a good point. Um, I've got a question for you, but I already know the answer, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Uh, the coronavirus, COVID-19, didn't come from a fish market, did it? <laughs> or, the, or did someone shag a bat? Or what, what yeah, is, it, someone remember. shag a bat, or, 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 <laughs> or was it created in a lab in China somewhere? Well, I, if I, the SARS-CoV-2 virus has never been isolated. You have to isolate and purify and prove um, these things cause the conditions they're claimed. It's called Cox postulate, a K-O-C-H, um, um, biologist. And it's never been done apart from in a computer model by Mr. Uh, Mr. Model Projection, Neil Ferguson, the same crook who uh, did the foot and mouth pies of burning cattle 20-odd years ago. And he's been wrong about everything in his life and um, somehow gets employed as some expert to tell the government how they should be responding to this. Um uh, I've forgotten the question now. Where are we? <laughs> I was asking whether or not you think, um, oh, you know, because the, they, they, they kind China. of, there's, yeah, in China, the China. <laughs> um, do you think the, um, the, the, the idea that, you know, the, the newest sort of, the, it feels like even the mainstream media is starting to begin to still report on the fact that there are, sorry, if you can hear my dog slurping, drinking water, <laughs> that's what that's noise yeah, is, right. apologies. Um, yeah, <laughs> um, the, 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 the mainstream media are beginning to, to even report that this is likely that this was manufactured rather than <laughs> came from a fish market. It's going that way. Um, you know, there's Dr. Fauci, this, this absolute crook, who's been a crook for a long, long time. You should look up Kerry Mullis, who invented the PCR test, his opinion of a... If you said the PCR test, you'd never be used for diagnostics. And his What's opinion. a PCR test? That's the polymerase chain reaction. That's the general sort of swab test most people are getting um, to tell them that they're ill or not. Mm. And the whole, the, whole, um, the, whole, the whole of this is built on the two wobbliest pillars of um, asymptomatic transition and the PCR test not fit for purpose. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, Trump said that, you know, it's come from a, come from China. Trump said we've got hydroxychloroquine. And the horror most people are realising is just because just Donald Trump said it doesn't mean it's wrong. I mean, he's being proved right, right upon right about various things at the moment. And, you know, Fauci surely has no, no credibility. His email's been released. Um, you know, they've had security issues in, in Wuhan um, and they've got a novel coronavirus respiratory um lab there in wuhan and lo and behold um yeah i mean it, it's obviously a huge cover-up i mean from the from the mainstream you could say yeah yeah it came, this virus came from a, uh, a lab in china um i i don't think the virus as it as described exists i think they just they've just rebranded the flu anybody who's ill they can put coronavirus on the death ticket you know anybody any death within 28 days I've got to say, this sort of I've, stuff. I've got to say that while i 
um, again, obviously, I I'm skeptical about what most of what you're saying, but the uh, yeah, um, but I my nan passed away during the the um, low, last year, and that was it was it was on there. It was on the fact that the likely cause of death was, well, mm. it probably was really, but um, but she was really ill. Really, really ill. Elderly with underlying conditions. She was like, yeah, she was super ill. She's like, she was like a bed bound and, you know, close to death anyway. Um, so if actually, actually, like, if I'm being philosophical about it, it was a mercy, a small mercy that that, um, that that she was able to go quite quickly. But um, you know, it was it was on her death certificate that it, the likely cause of death was COVID, and that probably went towards the well, it would have gone towards the figures. Yeah, yeah, it would have been yeah used as ammunition to, to fuel. This is the rising pandemic in, in cases, and and we need to do lockdown faster, harder, and restrict more freedoms. And yeah, I mean, there's so many people who have been their families are going to be fighting about this for years with um with the system to try and take things off the medical system to, to take it off the coroner's report to um have an autopsy done. Um, mm. in, in, yeah, there's no autopsies done. You're not allowed to, to see them when they're dying, and it's it's just very shady. The whole sort of care home hospital. Organ. Yeah, what um what I'd say though is like if you're right, there's less going to be less people left for you to have to convince, <laughs> and, and more people that will be convinced. So yeah, well, keep them in it. Yeah, I mean to be proved right because you're one of the few people left alive. Uh, wouldn't be much <laughs> No, it's, not, it's not what you're aiming for, is it? No, no. I'm just saying most. Yeah, my, most of my my loved ones will have, will have will have taken the vaccine. You know, I've got. I'm lucky enough. I've got people close to me. My my wife and uh, certain close family don't want to, but you know, I'm, I treat all my friends just the same. And and I, I, there's no point banging on to people after they've done it. You know, I tried to get this information out months ago, um, just to where people could make an informed choice. And I don't believe they have made an informed choice. But now it's just. Right. Well, it doesn't change how I feel about you. You know, I still love you, and I'd say if I were you, just you know, get your health right. Get you know. How um, how often do you have conversations with your mates and you're like, and they're like, no, can't do this today. Let's please talk about anything else. <laughs> well, occasionally, yeah. I mean, we used to have all the time. It used to be like a bit of fun, you know. Like I just completely, you know, throw a hand grenade in the conversation or something, <laughs> enjoy it or not or deeds. But but we haven't now seen each other so much the last year. We've all been isolated and yeah. And everyone's getting their own bubble information. You realise that I'm talking about half the stuff I mentioned that I think, oh yeah, people know that. And people people don't know that. If they're not mm. expecting information and it's it's a process. Nobody's gonna do a complete U turn and start researching and suddenly change their mind. It take it takes a long time. Um, but there haven't been a long time because the government's been hammering this message and phoning you, texting you, emailing you, so come in and get your jab. Um, you know, it's uh it's free. You know, the mouse never realises why the cheese is free in the trap? Um, yeah. uh, there's, there's, if you're not, if they've got ninety nine point nine percent survival rate, and you would, you don't need to vaccinate people for it. I mean, full stop. So uh, there's some ulterior motive to it. There, yeah, there's that saying that if a product, if if a product is free, then you're the commodity. Yes, which, exactly. Which, which is, you know, a fact. It's a true. Look at Facebook yeah. and and, vice and, and and that sort of thing. Uh, and in, to some degree, you look at the podcast that I produce. You know, it's free for you to listen to. But the reason why it's free is so that advertisers can like put mm. their ads on my podcast, pay me for it to get it into your ears. That that's what you're paying for, having to listen to that shit. Yeah, I've seen uh, the advertising company, companies are up for uh, doing it on this show. But uh... <laughs> <laughs> um, I tell you what, what might be interesting as well going forward, John. I'm going to wrap it up here, but um, is 
I, I'd like to know just on a flippant level if you can do it on a light-hearted level because the last two topics we and this will create division as well as I'm sure you're aware undoubtedly yeah um, but to actually talk about like a little bit more light-hearted in terms of like your your top five conspiracy theories uh, on a on a what do you enjoy most not on a what oh shit I need to tell people this to save lives but the ones that you enjoy the most that I think that would be interesting and fun to do oh well, there is we it, go. that's a question. Um, is, is there any, or is this too serious? Is this too... No, I mean, you know... They, they, it's, like Bigfoot? I used to love Bigfoot. <laughs> not, not what I've been into, actually. But, but um, yeah, I used to love talking about conspiracy stuff, but um, I want to get back to the old days where you can have, like, a pub conversation and people can go, what? No, that's a load of rubbish. Yeah. It, didn't, it didn't matter so much because it was a bit abstract, but it wasn't about this this oppressive thing affecting your life. I miss mm. those days. I mean, I miss you know, UFOs. You know, I used to be into UFOs. Um, I remember getting a book from a jumble sale when I was you know, like 10 or whatever, and, uh, and all the adults thought it was very funny. And it was like, there was like military pilots talking about their experience. I'm like, what? So even now, I was like, what? Either they're lying or this is yeah. true. I mean, what? And they're, they're doing all this UFO and they can be releasing reports from the Pentagon. I mean, yeah, don't don't trust a word of it, but it's, it could be a big distraction coming up. But yeah, I always love UFOs. Nine um, eleven, of course, the grand. Yeah, game. I mean, we're all you know pretty similar age to me. Watching, you know, as a late teens, just watching those buildings blow up and going, man, crazy. Absolutely, going on there. my favourite one is, sure. has, has always been the Bermuda Triangle, like that. Because, well, because I'm I'm terrified of the open water, and I'm also terrified of flying. Like the idea of being on a boat in the middle of the ocean is <laughs> madness to me. And and you know, me and my missus are getting married next year. And on a honeymoon, we have this idea of flying to Mexico. But in my head, what I mostly think about when I think about our honeymoon isn't the wonderful time we're going to have together. It's having to be on a plane and flying over an almost endless expanse of ocean. So the, you can tie that into flat earth. Well, <laughs> yeah. Well, we have done already. I can't, I can't have another conversation about that. But so that's the, uh, nonsense stuff from Florida. Um, you know, rockets go up, rockets go down, rockets go in the water. They just they're just big fireworks basically. And they all land the Bermuda Triangle and. They, this sort of place for real yeah is that what it is i mean yeah. well, let, let's let's have this let's have this discussion we'll, we'll put a little distance between this and the other one just to oh, yeah. you know so that totally isn't diluted but um yeah 100 up for doing that again john thank you so much for your time being part of the no holds barred podcast absolute pleasure flav anytime you want me on for any of this uh, any of this stuff i'm available so i really enjoyed it good to have cheers mate thank you all the best take care deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. 
Let's get this dinner party started.